It's in the game. Yeah! New It's in the Game. Randy Cruz. On Twitter, Randy J. Cruz, R-A-N-D-Y, the letter J-C-R-U-Z. My man, Denicio, at Denicio Shoots on Twitter. Denicio, my man, how you doing? What's going on, Randy? Long time no see. You know, a lot went on. NBA. I, I know. The last time we spoke, Carmelo was a what the Thunder. And Don't get me started on Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. Jesus. He's not no longer a part of the OKC uh, Thunder. So is Kawhi Leonard. He's not on San Antonio. And DeMar DeRozan is no longer a Toronto a Toronto Raptor. So a lot of things have happened in the last few weeks. So a lot to talk about, my man. Are you ready? Go, go. Double check, double check. I am ready. I am ready. Let's talk about it. Let's, do, let's, let's get right into it. Are you want to talk? About, are you want to start by talking about the big bombshell that Vince Carter is going to the Atlanta Hawks? I don't know what's going on with Vince Carter. I don't know if he just doesn't <laughs> doesn't know how to say goodbye to the game. I don't know if he just likes the groupies. I don't know if he likes going from city to city, state to state. I mean, twenty one years is a long damn time. I mean, if if, if any. My wife knows Vince Carter. Now, that, that just tells you one thing, that uh, he's been playing for a long time, and he just needs, I think he needs to retire. Well, you know, you know, Dirk is still out there, too, 20, 20 plus years. See, that's the thing. When, when you, I guess when it comes to guards and forwards, I mean, you talk about wear and tear. Dirk's a center. Dirk's, you know, centers, especially finesse centers. Finesse centers can play for forever. They don't have really a, uh, they don't have really a, um, you know, a, a time where they have to retire. They're, you know, centers, finesse center. He's a shooter, mm. so he could literally just not not take any bumps and bruises, stand outside behind the three point line and play till he's fifty five, more than likely. Um, so I expect that from Dirk, but from Vince, it's like he, I mean, from doing doing the dunk contest to dunking over Frederick Weiss to playing in the you know Olympics. So, I mean, he's been all over the place. So for him to still be playing at 21 surprises the hell out of me. I hope he, um, you know, I hope he's, uh, why, why, why aren't, you know, these teams that are trying to make a championship run, why aren't they picking him up? That's my question. I don't, I don't know. Maybe this could have been a Vince Carter decision as well. Maybe he is not ring chasing. He's not trying to go to Golden State and Houston and Boston and, Lakers, maybe he just wants to play ball and get as much minutes as possible. I, I, I would assume that he would have wanted to get a ring, but maybe, the, maybe who, that's not his his priority. Who the hell? Well, in this day and age, after you won, after you ran around, you were the man. Who wouldn't want to be? Who wouldn't want to chase chase a ring? Like I don't understand what your what the thought process behind Vince Carter you not chasing a ring would you know. Chase the ring, get the ring, and call it a day, and retire. Like I don't get it. You're right. You're right. But now, when VC retires, when Dirk retires, as as a basketball fan, who will you miss more, VC or Dirk? No, VC. Okay. Most definitely VC. I that. Uh, you know, Vince Carter came into the league. Uh, you know, he came into the league where you were still trying to dunk on dunk on centers, mm. and when I tell you he had a montage anytime they, they show Vince Carter's career, 
he had a montage of just dunking over seven footers and he did not care. He wasn't scared. He went through you. He went over you. He went around you. Even the, the one, the one that, uh, besides the, the one over Frederick Weiss in, um, yeah. the Olympics where he literally jumped over a seven footer straight off the, straight off the vert, yeah. two legs jumped over him and right over it. him. Um, there's a, you know, there's an actual clip of him at Toronto playing against uh, the Indiana Pacers when Chris Mullen was still playing. Mm. And poor Chris, poor Chris was trying to defend Vince Carter. Vince Carter just gave him one yeah, crossover. Chris was Chris Mullen was in the wind, and he literally took off and did a re- pump double pump reverse. Yeah, I think I was like, what in the world did I just witness? Or when he took off on the baseline on Dikembe Mutombo and it looked like he took, when he took off, it looked like he kept going straight up and Dikembe was just standing there. He just kept going up and up and then he just came down and then put the ball right through the rim. It was just, some of the dunks he had was just phenomenal. It was just out of control. So, if I had to ask you, I mean, it's crazy that we started with with with, uh, Vince Carter. Um, Your top Two top three, unless you unless you mention Weiss and Matumbo, if I say your top three in game Vince Carter dunks on somebody, or in general, three in game Vince Carter dunks, top three all time, which one would it be? Are, are you picking the Weiss one and Matumbo oh, yeah, yeah. one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, so, Frederick Weiss number one. Okay. Number two, I think I think Rick Rick Smith was still I think that's who he caught after he went by Mullen. I think that was Rick Smith, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. And the third one, hmm. Let me think. The third one, I, I'm trying to remember because there were so many. I mean, those two are the ones that stand out for me. I don't, you know, I don't um, remember too many dunks, especially in game. When it's literally, you have to, you just look up and the guy's taking off and you can't stop him and he literally dunks on your forehead. You, we'll never see those type of dunks again going forward. Like, it, that, these, those, those days are over. But, uh, I mean, those are the only probably two I can remember off the top of my head. The those one, the one that I would pick that you forgot, and you might say, oh, shit, I forgot about that one, was the one he was in, he was in New Jersey and he racked it on Alonzo Mourning. Oh, yeah. Well, see, that's the thing, too, because we come... The, the, see, the error was, um, it was... It was easy, right? You had centers that actually cared about you coming into the rim. They took pride in, in you coming into the rim and trying to do something in the paint. Mm. Like, they took pride in it. Like, you're not just going to come into the paint and just do whatever you want. So, you had that versus forwards point guards, guards, who said, if I'm coming into the paint, I'm coming into the paint with this thunder, and you're going you 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 to get dunked on. And that was the time. You know, the, I, I miss those times because it, it brought excitement. Don't get me wrong. I like crossovers. I like, I like jump shots. I like three-point shots, all that. But there's nothing more exciting than just someone, a guy defending the paint and a guy challenging the paint and saying, Who's gonna win? And most of the and you never knew who was gonna win unless it was either Vince Carter 
or Tracy McGrady in his prime, or Grant Hill in his prime, or Jordan in his prime, or Kobe in his prime. You know, you had Dominique. You had guys that just literally you knew if they was going into the rim, something something was going to happen, and you was going you was going to end up what they say on a poster. We don't have too many posters nowadays. Mm, nowadays, you you might get a few, but not like not like it was back in the day. And then you just mentioned T Mac. If I ask you on the spot, Vince Carter, T Mac, who you got? What best dunker? No, I don't mean in general. Vince player, who, who who you got? Oh, if I had to choose a player between, I mean, mm. come on, I mean, I don't know. Look, listen, listen, listen. Think listen, about listen. it. Listen, listen. I'm listening. Tracy McGrady, Houston. Tracy McGrady in Houston was better th- was better than Vince Carter in New Jersey. And Vince Carter in New Jersey was probably the height of when Vince Carter was good, if I'm not mistaken. Is that fair? When he played with uh, it was he played with Jason Kidd, no? Yeah, JK, uh Richard Jefferson. I think Kenyon was yeah. there for like a year. Kenyon was there, yep. yep yeah, yep. not, not so that, that long. Was, yeah. That was the height of his career when he was the best of the best, Vince Carter. He wasn't even close to Tracy McGrady in Houston. My God. My God. Like he was the he was LeBron before LeBron when he T Mac was in Houston. Okay, so you have Vince you have T Mac Houston Rocket better than Vince Carter New, New Jersey Net. So if I ask you Vince Carter, Toronto Raptor, T Mac, Orlando Magic, do you have it the opposite way? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, T Mac wasn't as, as wasn't as seasoned um, in Orlando as he was in Houston, but Vince Carter and Vince Carter carrying to the Toronto Raptors. Oh, forget about it. Mm-hmm. He was he was all world. He was <laughs> he was something to behold. Like you, it was must must see TV. It was prime time, prime time. <laughs> you, you couldn't. Yeah, you couldn't get you couldn't get any you couldn't get any better than seeing Vince Carter at Toronto because you knew either he was gonna and that's before he really had a jump shot too. People forget Vince didn't come into the league with a jump shot. He developed that over time. Before he had a jump shot, he was either just he was just doing floaters or going into the paint and dunking on you or or getting dunks in the fast break. That was Vince's whole game. Yeah, but I tell you one thing, man. T Mac in Orlando. T Mac with the Orlando Magic. I, again, not great playoff success. Uh, you know, same with the Rockets. But T Mac in Orlando was a different. I tell you this. It might be Vince Carter, Toronto Raptor, by a slight edge. But during that time, during the era, it was Vince, T Mac, Iverson, Kobe. People were saying that T-Mac was at the same level as Kobe, if not better oh, than, than Kobe during that. that time with the I Magic. I agree with that. Yeah. So I'm I saying agree. like at that point, T-Mac Orlando, I I don't think it, I don't think it's, oh, if you can see Toronto by, by a landslide, I think you have to really consider T-Mac's, you know, he, he, he averaged 30 points a game twice. He, 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 I think he made the playoffs a few times. Then I get past the first round. Um, he dealt with the whole Grant Hill injury, which should have been his 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 sidekick. Did not happen. I know VC went to round two, game seven against uh, Philadelphia. 
Um, but T Mac and Orlando, man, that that was that that was a bad boy right there. And people could say that he's better than Kobe or at the level of Kobe Bryant. And Kobe, Kobe was the best player in the league at that point. You know, it just I think it's very tough. I I don't think people could make that 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 decision real quick. A lot of the times, too, people have to understand too what I. You know, you have to realize too. Kobe wasn't just scoring. Kobe was stopping people. Like, you know, you have to add that too. Tracy wasn't so much as stopping people. He was just scoring on people. He was dropping 30 like it was nothing. But the difference was Kobe was giving you 30 and then stopping you on the other end too. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people forget that. Like, Kobe was the defender. He wasn't just letting you score on him. He was defending you. He wanted to stop you. So it's a different, uh, you know, different time man but yeah. I, I I would have loved to seen Tracy and Grant Hill play together oh that would have been so awesome come on man T-Mac Grant Hill in their prime 2000 2001 2002 T-Mac's career could have been a different story um, maybe could have got a ring. I don't know. There were rumors that Tim Duncan was supposed to be on the Magic as well, but he stayed with Crazy. San Antonio. So just imagine Tim Duncan, T Mac, and Grail could have been the original big three seven years before the Celtics. So, um, I, I think it, it'll be a debate where you know Vince Vince is a first ballot Hall of Famer, in my opinion. Oh yeah, he's going. He's going T-Mac, first ballot. T Mac sure. got in. VC's getting in. No problem. So he'll he'll get in there. So will Dirk when he retires. But um, want to fast forward to current stuff. I know Vince called it to Atlanta's current, but um, also on the move, Kawhi Leonard to the Toronto Raptors. <laughs> Vince called his former team. De- uh, Demar Derozan is now a San Antonio Spur. Carmelo Anthony is uh, not on the Thunder, but likely heading to the Houston Rockets. Uh, Michael Beasley is now on the Lakers. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> I Jeez. think Michael I think, Beasley's like, oh my goodness, I man! They keep giving this dude um, money, man. I think that's really much it as far as player movement. We, we know about LeBron and uh, other people, the cousins, and things like that. So. Let's start with Kawhi to Toronto, DeMar to San Antonio. They finally got they finally got Kawhi out of San Antonio. Uh, I think it was I think it was a good fair deal for both. I think Kawhi is a better player, and I and I'm always like if you if you get if you get the better player of the deal, then you then you win the trade unless barring any any injury. But I think DeMar DeRozan should be a good fit in San Antonio. I think Greg Pot will enhance his game even more. They're getting a little. I would assume getting a little, a little younger with the Rosen. They got uh, Murray on the roster. No, no Tony Parker. Oh yeah, Tony Parker went to Charlotte. Um, to Charlotte, yeah. Danny Green went with Kawhi to Toronto, so they're changing a, a couple things up in, in San Antonio. But if I ask you, one, who won the trade, San Antonio, Toronto, and B, and two, how do you think? Kawhi would fit in Toronto, and how you think Demar will fit in San Antonio? Well, first and foremost, Demar, Mr. DeRozan, you have to take that L. I know you're upset. I know they probably lied to you and told you that um, you were going to be there forever, and you you know you stayed and resigned the contract because you love Toronto. But take that L, Daddy. 
This is uh, this is the NBA. It's all about business. That's why I always tell people, uh, you know, that, that, that when we have these type of debates, I say, listen, anytime a player has a chance to make the most money, ding, 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 Carmelo Anthony, anytime a player has a chance to make the most money, take the money, forget the team, because the team will poop on you at any chance they get. They will trade you anytime they want. And you can literally be on vacation. You can literally look an owner in the eye and the owner will be like, oh, no, DeMar, or the GM. We won't trade you. Don't worry about it. The following 24 hours, you will be traded. Don't get it twisted. It's not about that. It's not about that. And obviously, DeMar DeRozan learned that the hard way. Um, Kawhi Leonard gets a chance to, you know, be the best wing player in the East. Um, and Serrano's going to, you know, rent, rent him for a year. But I would be... So shocked. The same way I was shocked that Paul George stayed at OKC, mm-hmm. I'd be shocked if Kawhi stayed in Toronto. Um, he could, because I'm gonna um, ask you this: Does Kawhi make Toronto better than with Toronto with with the Rosen? And if so, how much better? Considering Philadelphia. And Boston are, are going to be in that Eastern Conference uh, final kind of contention. Do you think now with Toronto having Kawhi that now the East is now a three-team race? Yeah, yeah. Don't get don't get it twisted. Uh, Kawhi makes them way better um, defensively and offensively. Um, so you have to understand, Demar could only correct me if I'm wrong. Demar was benched the fourth quarter. Of the Eastern Conference uh, Finals against the Cleveland Cavaliers, correct? Uh, the semis, yeah, he was. He was benched. Right. Okay. This is your this is your franchise player who's benched. Like, have you ever heard of Kawhi ever being benched when it's crunch time? No. Not when he's healthy. No, no. Yeah, he's going to be the best forward in the East, unless. Jason Tatum or Hayward or Brown have something to say about it. Other than that, he's going to be the best three guard, a three, the best forward or three, three man in the East. And I, it's a three man race. It's a three team race. Excuse me. Philly, Toronto, and Boston. And Boston. Boston. There you go. That's it. One, two, three. So I would assume Kawhi Leonard will be a, an All Star. One will be a starter oh, on the Eastern easy. Conference. Um, him coming to the East, I, I don't doesn't change the balance of power. But I think it'll be very interesting to see how he plays. Uh, you know, depending on the, on the success of Toronto, could change his whole demeanor about staying with the Raptors long-term, maybe, you know, sign a, a one-year extension with Toronto uh, this offseason. Again, because him, him in L.A. has been the talk where he, again, he hasn't he hasn't said himself, I want to be in L.A., I, I want to be a Laker. His people are saying that. Um, but, you know, does, does him going to Toronto – somehow some way benefit LA where now the Lakers can try to get Kawhi Leonard next summer without trying to give up Ingram, Kuzma, Lonzo because San Antonio that was 
San Antonio wanted these guys from the Lakers, and they did not want to trade them to to a conference rival, especially Los Angeles. So now, the opportunity for LA to get Kawhi, it, it, it is high, and now they don't have to give up anybody. They can get Kawhi Leonard flat out if he decides to leave. Hundred percent correct. It's kind of like what uh, Donnie Walsh was trying to tell dummy James Dolan when Melo yeah. was saying, "I want to come to New York." When he was at Denver, and Donnie Walsh was like, "Okay, let him wait a year. If he waits a year, we'll still keep all our assets and add Melo." And James Dolan was like, "No, no, I'm just going to sign him now." And signed him behind Donnie Walsh's back, and literally pulled the trade. And he gave up like a slew of players mm. that they literally could have used. So Magic Johnson is not Boo Boo the fool. Magic Johnson's been around the block. He knows what it is. So he said, wait a minute. And then also, too, because Kawhi told everyone early on, I want to go to L.A., he pretty much pretty much gave Magic a blueprint. Like, oh, okay, well, if you want to come here, you'll we don't have to give that, give up anything. Sorry, San Antonio. He basically he basically uh, pooped on San Antonio's plans because now it's like, OK, San Antonio, we're not giving nothing for Kawhi. He's going to come over here regardless. So wherever you trade him. If, if you trade him to us, we're not going to give any assets. Wherever you trade him, he's coming here in a year. So I tell people, I'm like, can you picture LeBron James and Kawhi Leonard on the same team? Now you're now you're now you're talking about some things that you can do against Golden State. Now you now you're having me think like, hmm, maybe that throne isn't so uh, protected now. You're right, and I I want to go back to, to that to that mellow trade with Denver. I know it's been seven years. So I don't want nobody saying why you talk about old shit, but again, yeah, he was gonna be a free agent. He was gonna come to New York, but again, I'm playing advocate here. Who, play it, play it. Who, who who did we really give up? When I say we, I am a Nick fan. Gallinari, did, you uh, gave uh, up. Um, you gave up Gallinari. You gave up Mozgov. You gave up um, Ray Felton. Ray Felton. And, now, what, and Chandler, I, I I don't I was it Wilson was, Chandler too? Yeah, as well? you you gave up young assets that could have possibly developed with with uh, Mello, mind you. Right, they ended up getting Raymond Felton back anyway. So, and they they he was on that team that was fifty four and ten, if I'm not mistaken. So. Mm. The thought process with the Knicks talking about what they got back, I mean, what they gave up, they you could have waited another year and kept all your assets and no, probably no, got to probably you could probably could have traded those assets for somebody else, but no, because you, you lost all those assets, if I'm not mistaken, Mozgov got traded at least two other times after that. He got traded to Denver, then he got traded to LA, then he got traded somewhere else and Wilson, Cleveland, Cleveland, right? Yeah, Cleveland, there you go, and then Wilson Chandler. He ended up being okay in Denver. He's still there. And so was Gallinari. He ended up being okay in Denver. He's still there. So it's not like they were pieces where it was like, oh, these guys are going to go back to the D. They're going to go to the D League. No, they they were okay pieces. They could have been pieces that were traded for something else or packaged for something else. But because James is thirsty, that's his new name, James Thirsty Dolan, he needed to take a drink of that mellow well and... We, we saw what, what happened with that, so that is what it is. Well, to update you, Chandler is now in uh, in Philly, if we if you did not know that. Uh, Which Chandler? Who, Wilson? Wilson Chandler. 
Oh, I like that. Um, I like that. Again, my question is, uh, who did we give up? Wilson Chandler, good player, was never an all-star. Moskov, decent player, never an all-star. Yeah, he got a ring with LeBron. Uh, Galinari, cool, nice player, never an all-star. Raymond Felton, cool, decent player, never an all-star. But again, the Knicks could have been a lot different with Melo plus those four guys, but it's not like... It's not like you traded these guys and they became all stars or you know champions and go to guys. Gallo, like you said, Gallo is still in Denver. Uh, oh, not, not 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 even. He's with the um, the Clippers. So my thing is, what has he done? He, he majority he he's been hurt. Chandler's cool, decent. What has he done? Moscow the same thing. Uh, he, he got that one big deal from, from the Lakers, and they regretted that shit. And Felton, you got Ray Felton back a couple years later. So my thing is, at the end of the day, who did you give up to get Carmelo Anthony when you could have got him as a free agent? Who did you who did you really give up? Uh, I get it. I, I mean, get my it, thing but, is, at know. the time, I'm like, damn, we gave up Gallinari and Chandler. You know, they're young. Uh, at that time, so let me so let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. So, yeah. would you give up Kuzma and Ingram for Kawhi? Um, if if, if I know Kawhi is going to be a free agent the following season, yep. I I would say no because I think in this it, like all right. Let, let's let's take that scenario with, with the mellow Denver. I think Kuzma and Ingram are better than Chandler and Gallinari and Moskov and Felton. I haven't seen enough. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yes, Kuzma, Kuzma is definitely legit. Yes, Ingram, eh, eh. Ingram has it. Show me flashes, just like. Just like these other guys, Gallinari showed me a flash. Exactly, they were uh, the flash. Yeah. Chandler's a little flash. Moskov was. What did he really show you in New York? Ray Felton had that good first half of the season, along with Amari. That they, they were clicking and they were doing all that, and they were they were winning games. And that's when Amari had that 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 one month of thirty point games, and he was an MVP candidate. That's all good, but it's like, who do we give up? Seven years later, we can still talk about. I know it's old as shit, but who do we give up? And that, again, Melo ain't there no more. He's he's gone and whatever. But and we we made the playoffs a couple times. Yeah, first round, the second round to Indiana. But who do we give up? That's what I'm saying. To answer your question, Kuzma and Ingram, what I've done that for Kawhi Leonard. Uh, if I know Kawhi's a free agent that following season. No, but if if he had like a three year deal left on his contract, I'd probably do it. It just that's that that's yeah. how shit goes down. Yeah, I mean, again, as a, as me playing GM advocate, I don't give up. I, that that's the rule. You do not give up assets if the person's coming to you anyway in a year. That's the rule because again, I'm not talking about what you're looking at the angle of what you gave up. I'm looking at the angle of. What could you have possibly packaged in the future for those assets that you never, you didn't have? You gutted the roster. We're not saying um, they could have developed into something. Maybe they could have under Melo. But you gutted, the, you gutted the roster, so now you have no assets to put around Melo. 
Go figure. So Melo literally had to wait three years before they literally had something to do, like uh, players around him right. that gave him an opportunity to win. He had one year where they were 54 and, and I think 10, lost in the second round or first round of playoffs, and they and then they've never been back since. So my, you know, you're basically saying agreeing with my point. My point is, you never got a roster, especially if the players coming to you anyway with and in another year. Don't gut it. Wait a year and keep your assets and then build from there. Yeah, I, Danny Ainge, baby, Danny Ainge. You're right. I say, who do we give up? But on there's there's a flip side. You know that was that was a, that was the Knicks' fault too. Where they did the uh, jury dude always gets away against the Knicks. He did it with the Denver trade. He did it with the with the Barnani trade. He probably did it again after that. I don't even know if they did it. Uh, Who? Oh, don't bring up Andrew. Andrew. I was looking yeah, at um yeah. draft, top bus draft picks. Like, come on, like he was. He was number. He was my, a number. Masai Jerry was smarter, oh, smarter than than, than, than Dolan to, on two separate occasions. You, you don't give up draft picks to 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 with to get Camby or whoever it was Barnani. Like, come on now. That that's you, you get. Know. You had it. You didn't right, but that's the thing too. You you got Bonyarni and you got Camby at the time, whatever the case may be. But you didn't get Raymond Felt. Uh, not Raymond Felt. Excuse me. You had a chance to get Kyle Lowry, and you didn't. Because at the it, time it, they felt like them them wanting Iman Shumpert and probably something else was too much to get is. Kyle Lowry. And Iman now is in Cleveland. Recovering no, from the injury, he, has he, he has he gotten better, or has he gotten worse, or has he gotten the same? He's in Sacramento now. Oh, he got traded Sacramento. So yeah. if you look at if you look at his game, has Iman gotten better? Has he gotten worse, or he's got, he's just the same? I think he I think he's the same. Exactly, Cal Lowry at least is an all star. But then it was a no brainer. It was a no brainer. It was a it was a no brainer when. The, the trade was on the table. I'm like, yo, who needs to get fired in New York for not pulling this trade? Who? Who exactly? And then, again, they still needed a point guard back then. And and, and and that's the Knicks' fault because what they do, they don't develop the young talent as good as OKC would or Golden State or, or San Antonio because who who's to say Kyle Lowry is a Nick? Would have been like how he is with Toronto, you know. We we seen Shumpert get drafted by the Knicks and nothing happened. Uh, we seen Tim Hardaway Jr. the the first time around was pretty decent, and then he <laughs> left. He he came back uh-huh. now as a better player because he developed in Atlanta, and we seen you know that's why Knicks are like you know the Knicks fans are like oh we, we, you know some fans not not all of them they're more like. Oh, we should trade Nilakina. He's not that good. Blase, blase. And I'm like, well, the Knicks don't really develop young talent as other people do. And I, and that's the I cannot fathom why that's the way it is. If if Nilakina, Tim Hardaway, and, and Shepard were in Golden State, Philadelphia, OKC, San Antonio, Utah. They'll be way better players. Atlanta made Tim Hardaway Jr. a, a, a better player than, than New York did the first time around. So my thing is, you them getting these guys, there's no guarantee they'll be an all-star or well, a really I believe, good player. Well, I, I believe now with the um, the addition of um, 
the head coach in New York. I think you know they gutted the they gutted the actual coaching roster, mm-hmm. and they got fresh faces there. So I think that you know development will development will be there. Um, I think also too it was accountability. It was just being able to be accountable for uh, for players when they were in New York. They just seemed like there was no accountability. So where there was no development going, but now there's accountability. There's development. There's you just can't do what you think you're gonna do. And um, I am excited to see where where the Knicks goes in terms of the players. Knox, they you know drafted Knox, who looks like he's a he's uh you know well on his way to be you know 18 years old. Looks like he's doing a lot of things that you know that are surprising. So we'll see. Speaking of the Knicks, um, don't know if you've seen it or read it, but like I think Anis Cantor was on a couple shows. And he, he, he feels, man, he feels the Knicks are going to get Kyrie, uh, Jimmy Butler. They got him uh, himself. Oh, yeah. Porzingis. Yeah. This um, uh, Kevin Knox and the, the Hardaways. Yeah. And uh, I mean, yeah. listen, man, yeah. if, if he feels that way, as a Knicks fan, you got to feel some positivity. Oh, I, I'm excited. I think um, when you mentioned, when you mentioned, when, first of all, Jimmy Butler saw Jimmy Butler sat back and saw a seven footer taking threes and running away from the ball last playoff game, last playoff season. Yeah. He said, I'm not gonna have another year of that crap. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm not gonna have another year of that. And then Kyrie's like, Look, Kyrie's like, before y'all get rid of me, like y'all did Isaiah Thomas, <laughs> you're not gonna do that to me. I'm out. Come on, man. These players are not stupid. Before you do, before you do me like you did Isaiah, I'm leaving. Forget that. I'm gonna go to New York from New Jersey. I'm good. Um, my man um, Butler, he he enjoys uh, competitiveness. He enjoys being on a team with you know. And then again, he has he really been in a big market besides Chicago? Not really. What other market could really embrace the style of play Jimmy Butler brings than? New York City. We'll we'll embrace him with open arms. Bring him in. We'll hug him. Give him a, give him a hot dog. Walk him down. Walk him down Seventh uh, Avenue. <laughs> it'll be beautiful. A, a, it'll a, be it, it'll be beautiful. A thirteen dollar hot dog in the garden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he can afford it though. He's gonna have a you a know multi million dollar contract. A hot dog stolen in pursuit with thirty thirty two cash in the garden. <laughs> The most of the, that's the thing too. The uh, most the uh, most uh, the Knicks is the highest earning like uh, NBA franchise in all of the NBA, and that's not because they yeah. win. That's because of the city. Yeah, and and they they can't get a playoff berth since twenty thirteen. Jesus. Um, Jesus. Matter of fact, we did mention Melo earlier. He's likely going to the Houston Rockets. Some people thought he would go to LA with LeBron. Oh, oh. Um, you know, again, you know, but you know, LA did sign the left-handed Carmelo, which is Michael Beasley. Um, no, don't, 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 don't you ever? I like, don't you ever I, I like put Beasley. your mouth to compare those two? Don't you ever? No, I like Beasley. I just said, no, Michael Beasley said he's the left-handed Carmelo. I didn't say that. That and yeah, and that's disrespectful. I like Mike Beasley. Beasley should be ashamed of himself. No, I like I like Michael. I like wearing a watch on your ankle type Michael Beasley. I, I like that guy. 
I like him. He should I, be ashamed I, I of himself. Michael, Michael Beasley didn't take his team to a championship on his back. Michael Beasley didn't lead the league in scoring. Michael Beasley did not go to the USA team and play with the United States team and win a, win a medal uh, three times, if I'm not mistaken. So Michael Beasley needs to hush his little little mouth. Okay, thanks. Uh, Mello to the Rockets, maybe. Are you shocked? It's a done deal. I think it's a done deal. It makes sense. Let's say Um, right now he's a Rocket. Do Do you agree with him going to Houston as as preferred? Um, going to LA with LeBron. Are you kind of shocked that Melo would pick Harden and Chris Paul over LeBron? Um, and do you no. think he do you think he's a better fit for Houston than position LA? position wise? When you talk about uh, the forwards in LA, there was a log jam. It's too many forwards in LA, so in Houston they just traded Ariza, so all his minutes will go to will go to Melo. Melo. So Melo saw that happen and was like, "Why am I going to LA when I can just go to Houston and take up all of uh, Ariza's minutes and call it a day." We um, are living in a time of mellow hate, mellow slander, and this is all because of one season. Mm-hmm. I've heard mellow be called a cancer. I've he- heard mellow be called be called a loser. I've heard mellow be called a uh, money chaser. And that all may be true. However, if he stay, he stayed with the team. He said, "I want to go to New York and win a championship." The management shitted on him. I'm using those words very... I'm using those exact words. Mm-hmm. Management shit on Melo. And then you have a guy like KD that said, I'm leaving OKC to go play with a winning team, which is Golden State. And he's still getting arrows to this very day. So you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. My, my, again, my thought process is when they're going to give you the max, take all the money, mm-hmm. shout out to Melo's agent, yeah, he's still getting all of twenty-seven million from the Knicks, and he's about to sign a uh, what two-point million-dollar league minimum. Yeah, he's gonna get close to thirty million dollars for one season. Crazy, hallelujah! That's that's uh, I know a lot of people hate on Melo, you know, and some people could say it's warranted, some could say it's not warranted, but I think when you when you meet him. And the, the the few times that I was able to meet him, it, it, it's a totally different person. Great guy off the court, and um, again, people just see the ball player, the guy in the uniform, and just jacking up shots. But when you have a conversation outside of basketball, a really down to earth, low key kind of dude. Um, but him on the Rockets, again, he he wanted to go to Houston originally last year. Um, Correct. Now, just imagine if Melo, Harden, Chris Paul, with the Ariza, the Bahamute, Capellas, they, they, they might have won a chip last year. They had Golden State down uh, three, I think three, two. Uh, yeah, Chris Correct. Paul gets hurt, and the Warriors win a, a fucking title. Um, but again, Melo is a different player than, you know, a different player to what he can provide and what Ariza could provide to the Rockets. You know, I think Melo is a better fit with Houston because he can jack up shots all all day, and nobody would say anything. Nobody would say, "Oh, Melo shooting too much" or whatever the case may be. Harden did it. 
Ryan Anderson did it. Chris Paul did it. Uh, P.J. Tucker did it. Melo's going to be free-flowing and doing all this, and they, show, they score 120-125 a game. He'll be all right. Him with the Lakers, which I thought for a minute could have been cool, but, you know, again, Melo, I think Melo will start in Houston, and if he went to L.A., I don't think he would have started. Ingram, it's Kuzma, LeBron, Lonzo, McGee. They got Lance Stevenson now, Rondo, Michael Beasley, uh, Pope. So it was a log jam, and I felt Melo did the right thing. Uh, I, you know, it's not set in stone yet, but I think he will sign with Houston soon. And we'll see how this goes, man. I think if this is the one chance Carmelo can get a ring, um, it wasn't it wasn't going to be with L.A. this year. I think this year. Uh, with the Rockets, and he could put all that stuff with Mike D'Antoni to the side and whatever happened in New York. I think Mike D'Antoni is more lenient to, more receptive to having Carmelo on his roster. Whatever happened five years ago happened five years ago. I think they're more older, more mature, and I think Houston is a better fit overall for Carmelo than than um, L.A. Definitely a better fit. I want somebody to tell me Ryan Anderson is a better fit uh, than Carmelo. Oh, talk about talk about money! His I contract. want somebody to tell me Ryan Anderson is a better fit on that team than Carmelo Anthony because everybody's talking about Carmelo just being a shooter and nothing else. What the f is Ryan Anderson going to do for you? What did he do for you last year? You jive turkeys! What did he do? Absolutely nothing. He shot and didn't play a lot of defense. He was a freaking liability. Every chance they got, they benched his ass. And got paid a lot of money. Oh, well, that's, again, this NBA, man, listen. This NBA, I don't know why folks aren't saying no. Like, just say no, bro. Like, Ryan Anderson is not worth that money. Otto Porter is not worth that money. Yo, they're about to pay this dude in Phoenix. Booker? Mm Mm-hmm. They're about to pay him like two hundred million. No, but he's nice though. He, he 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 he's nice though. He's nice. Do your dogs, dogs, dogs? You can be nice all you want, bro. If you're not taking your team to at least the play the playoffs, the playoffs. If you're not even taking your team to the playoffs, you're getting paid thirty to forty million a year for what, bro? Because you can shoot a jump shot. And you look cute. What, 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 what are we doing here in the NBA? Like yeah. I don't, I don't get it. Like we're this is out of control. This is why uh, players are like, this is this is one of the main reasons why players are nonchalant and players don't really care about winning, because they're getting paid enormous amounts of money for mm-hmm. nothing. He's in Phoenix. Phoenix didn't make the Phoenix didn't make the playoffs. Hasn't made the playoffs, and he's getting paid like he's like he's a top tier all star, which he'll never be in the which he'll never be in the West because there's too many guards. Yeah, but Devin Booker, man, I, I I get what you're saying, you know, no playoffs and, but Devin Booker is still 21, 22 years old, man, and I, they had the potential now with the with DeAndre Ayton coming on board, Trevor Ariza, they got some other guys, young pieces that made it, maybe not this year, but at least the next year or two. Phoenix, I'm not saying they're gonna be on the Warriors level. But they could be on that mix with the Portlands and the Utahs and Denvers, and they could be in that six, seven, eight mix. Uh, I doubt this year, but look, Devin Booker is not even twenty-two years old yet. I, I don't believe DeAndre Ayton is eighteen, nineteen, whatever years old. Uh, 
Um, that could be the. I'm not saying Shaq and Penny like, but that could be the cornerstone of your franchise for the next ten years, bro. Ten years with those two guys. Don't be surprised if. Uh, don't be surprised if Aiden's a fucking bust. Damn, man, you full of negativity today. <laughs> today, I'm just calling. I'm calling it. If it barks like a dog and talks like a dog, it's not a monkey. Let me tell you something, bro. Let me tell you something. That boy looked shook. In the, it, it, anytime I see a player look kind of shook in summer league where shit looks off, I'm worried, especially when you're drafted top three, top two, top one. Mm. This dude looked. And you know, I don't know if you've, you've seen him. Like there were clips online on YouTube where you just type in Aiden looks shook. You still there, right? Mm-hmm. You type in Aiden forgets how to play basketball. And this is the worst three minutes I've ever seen a player have in a game. Like he literally, it looked like he forgot, it looked like he thought he was a bouncer at a party and forgot what was going on. But That's wait, what it looked like. Th- this was this was in Summer League or in Arizona? No, no, Summer League. This is okay. Summer League. I think they play, I think they played against Philly if I'm not mistaken. And ladies and gentlemen and boys and girls, if you're listening, look it up. I'm telling you, you will be you will have the biggest eyebrow raise if you have eyebrows at all. You will have the biggest eyebrow raise if you look at this video of him just literally forgetting how to play basketball for 3 minutes. It looks horrific. And this guy's going to be the number one draft pick, Phoenix Suns. Listen, I, I'm I'm giving him a year. Maybe I'm bugging, but uh, he looks he looks your daddy, baby. He was looking kind of shaky, baby. Shout out to Conceded from URL. He was looking kind of shaky, baby. Yeah, I mean it, it's summer league, man. I, I'm not. I mean it's too early. It's too early, early but you, at daddy. the same time, I can say Kevin Knox from the Knicks looks looks great in the summer league. And I want to keep that hype up that the Knicks made the right choice. And it, again, I thought I thought Aiden played well, decent in, in summer league. I don't look at I don't look at summer league as the end all be all. But you know, it, it, it's, it's a paradigm where you feel like Aiden played like shit in summer league, and then Kevin Knox played great. But then can that can that continue? Can that transform into the real game and training camp and preseason and the regular season? I'm just saying to your point about Devin Booker about getting all that money. I think that uh, you know they got him for what four or five years. He's still 21 years old, something like that. He just had 72 years ago. I mean, like, come on, this guy can really you know perform. Plus, he didn't really have anybody in Phoenix to really make a, a playoff. Push Phoenix always gets mad guards and trades all of them. They had Brandon Knight, Isaiah Thomas, Goran Dragic. Uh, they probably had some other people. They had I'm, I'm forgetting, and they gave them all away. At least now, at least now we have one. Gu- well, I say we, but at least they now have one guard that they can keep and make a franchise player with, along with DeAndre Ayton. Well, yeah, I listen. I pray that they. I pray that uh, your boy, you know, your boy actually does does well. But the NBA, if the NBA is going to get competitive, <laughs> let me tell you, bro, they're going to have to stop these contracts because guys are guys are guys going to be like, yo, why am I playing hard for? I'm getting paid regardless. Like, 
before you would play hard because you would want that contract. You would want to show that you're a playoff, you're a playoff performer, you're an all-star, then you get the contract. Now it's just, bruh, you score 70, you're about to get a $200 million contract. Otto Porter is getting paid $100 million. Matter of fact, I just looked on something online with uh, Ch- Ch- Chandler Parsons. Oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, yeah, he's, he's another one just stealing money. Oh, my money. goodness gracious. Legally stealing money, Chandler Parsons. Oh, oh, see, there you go. And I'm just like, bro, like, did they signed him, and now he has two bad knees, and now it's a wrap, and now it's just like, yeah, I hit play. the lottery, I'm, I'm good? Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, but he don't he, he he don't play at all. At least Devin Booker is gonna play and be the main guy in the roster. Yeah, I hope. Yeah, um, well, 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 we shall we shall follow we shall follow up and see what what happens with him. Last thing, what what did you make of this whole Durant, CJ McCollum stuff with the podcast and um, I guess CJ called him soft and well. Afterwards me, and everything, and then Durant said, "I was just on, I was just on your fucking podcast." I, th- I think they're cool now. I just they kind of it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't matter if they're cool or not. Here's the, here's the thing: how many ways can I describe soft? Let me see. Charmin, that's tissue for those who don't pick that up. Twinkie. That's a that's a that's a snack you eat, which is very soft. Uh, uh, a feathery, you know, they, you know, feathers are soft. Feathers are soft. Uh, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Durant, you make burn. You one of my favorite players. I have a bunch of your sneakers. You make, you make, burner accounts. Okay, you make burner accounts to defend the move that you did. Think about that for a second. You make burner accounts to defend the move that you did because the move is indefensible. But instead of you living your life, instead of you being Steph Curry, you know what I mean, somewhere eating, somewhere eating some good food, instead of being Draymond Green somewhere on an island eating a salad, instead of being Clay over in China missing dunks and having fun, you know what you're doing? You're defending your move because you know it's soft. And every time somebody mentions it, instead of you just do, you have two rings. Instead of you just take it on the chin and be like, yep, it's soft. What about these two rings, though? What about these two rings, though? You're trying to defend it, bro. It's soft. It's soft. You were up 3-1 against a team and then joined them a year later. That's soft. That's the definition of soft. So in closing... Randy, <laughs> mm-hmm. there's there's nothing to continue to defend if you're uh, if you're Kevin. CJ basically say, "Yo, we're we're uh, you know when I'm in the when I'm in the trenches with my team, if I have a chance to go to another team, I'm definitely not going to a team that beat me the year before where I was up on them. That's not an option. That's it." And that's what a lot of NBA players that have that competitive nature would say. Whether it's Jordan, Kobe, Shaq, you name it. If you got any any competitive any competitive player, whether it's Westbrook, CJ McCullough himself, any they're not going to the team that beat them when they're up three one. 
no, we got to go back and finish what we started. We know we can beat them because we're up 3-1. So that's how I feel about that whole scenario. KD, hey, go and get you another ring, but just take it on the chin, man. I ask that because, you know, the, the people start talking about maybe Kevin Durant could decide to lead the Warriors and go LeBron with the Lakers. You know, me, I want Durant on the Knicks. I doubt that that'll happen. But do, do you think that, you know, or depends on how the Warriors finish next year? Like, if, if they win if they win a, a ring next year, does Durant stay or go? If they don't win next year, does Durant stay or go? Because now LeBron's in L.A. He's trying to make some moves, and they might get Kawhi next year. Does Durant, do you think he thinks about making a move to – somewhere else aside from Golden State because I think he signed a uh, a one year extension I'm not sure how many years he signed but let's say he's a free agent next year does he stay with Golden State or do you feel like he he considers LA or maybe New York I don't know why bro um <laughs> the culture in Golden State is so beautiful the you have a great general manager, you have a great head coach, you have a great assistant, and you're playing along with an MVP that's not going to get worse because his game is predicated on shooting jump shots. So why would you want to leave that when you can literally have the best chance to go to the NBA final if they keep their core five, well, now it's core five. Now it's not even core four. It's a core five, okay? You're talking about five all-stars on one team. Literally. Literally. Randy, let me ask you this. You think if you put an all-star team, let's just take the five starters from Golden State, the potential starters, mm-hmm. Curry, Clay. KD, Draymond, and DeMarcus Cousins. Let's take them five. Right. Take any five players in the NBA. You think they can beat them? And hold on. If, if I get to pick that five, if my own five? Any five in the NBA against that five. You think they can beat them? Yeah, I, I think it's doable. I mean, like, okay, LeBron. Let's say LeBron. Harden, Harden, Westbrook or, or Kyrie, and, Westbrook or Kyrie, uh, Greek Freak. Oh wait, look, put jo- Joel Embiid on there. Yeah, uh, I, I take Ann Davis first, and let's say Embiid or Greek Freak, LeBron, Harden, and Westbrook. You, you trying to tell me that, that five can't beat the Warriors? They can absolutely beat the Warriors, but the point is they'd have to literally. You'd have to put that. You have to put that team together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you're talking about doing it like you were talking about for them to have a chance, you have to have literally all stars at every position. This is what they're this is what Golden State's rolling out potentially in two to three years. They're rolling this out. They're rolling the ball out and saying beat five beat five all stars. I in seven games, I double dare you. Beat these five all stars mm-hmm. in seven, in best out of seven, four four games. Uh, no man, KD's not going anywhere soon, especially if he's already had an opportunity to, to do it himself. 
he's already had that opportunity. So why would I need to go back and try to do it myself when yeah. I already got he's potentially can he potentially could win three more rings. Yeah, but you know, Boogie won't play it to like March, April, maybe Maybe February yeah. All Star break, yeah. the, mm-hmm. they were down three two with four of those five players this past playoffs. Um, can can they can they get can they get got? Sure, it just you gotta be lucky with you gotta be lucky, and the Warriors gotta miss the Warriors gotta miss every shot in order for you to win. So no matter what roster you assemble, um, it's gonna be very interesting to see how this. Next year plays out, and if they remain healthy, and you know, because you know they, they gotta they gotta pay Clay Thompson next year too. So Clay Thompson, knowing that his dad played with the Lakers, he might say, "All right, I got I got my three four rings, I'm good. I can go to L.A. tomorrow and play with LeBron. That could happen. The Warriors gotta stay intact." You know, in order for this dynasty to keep going, so like if if Clay says, "Yo, I'm going to L.A.," Le- Durant says, "Yo, I'm out too," or even Demarcus Cousins gets the he, he plays one year, he's a free agent next year. He might say, ah, "I got I got my one ring, I, I'm out too." So the Warriors gotta you know keep in mind that hey yeah we we're good right now, you know. But when when the money talks and the contract extensions and all that. They want to get paid. Clay Clay wants to get paid. He 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 wants to get the max dollars, and and the Warriors ain't gonna do that. All right. Has has I every has every player on the Golden State Warriors team gotten max already? I think Curry got it, and also Draymond Green will get that to the following year. I think Clay Thompson's this year. I think Draymond's the following year. Yeah. And so, Durant Durant keeps he he keeps he keeps taking discounts. How long is he? How long is he going to take a discount for? When you're making close to three hundred million with Nike, who cares about your NBA contract, bro? You're making three hundred million with Nike. These dudes ain't making. Yo, man, LeBron's, LeBron's making five hundred mil with, with Nike, and still yeah. gets one forty plus with 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 LA. Well, yeah, he's in a he's in a position with LA to do that. That's cool. But if Steve Kerr was like, look, Tim Duncan for what? Six years took the league, took, took pay cuts. Yeah. That, that, how'd that help his, how'd that help his career? That's Tim Duncan though. He don't, he, you know, and, and who's the, who's the disciple of the San Antonio Spurs that's on Golden State staff? On the staff? Steve, Steve, Steve Kerr. Oh, Steve Kerr. Yeah. There you go. So it's a, it's an easy pitch. Bro, you want to go down as a guy who literally just won two rings and left? Or do you want to go down as a guy who won five to six rings and left? I'll let you call it. Come on. It's, I, a, it's a no-brainer. It's an easy sell. If Durant wants to leave, I want him in New York. I don't want him, in, I don't want him anywhere else. You go, you go somewhere else, I don't, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't agree with that. Come to New York because we're, we're going to get Kyrie. We're going to get Jimmy Butler. We got KP coming back next year after the injury. We got Cantor. We got young guys. We got, we, we, we're building something here. And I've always said, if you can win a championship in New York, not with the Yankees, not with the Mets, not with the Rangers, not with the Giants or Jets, you win a championship in New York with the Knicks, you could win one ring. 
and you're on top of the world. You can retire the next day, and people look at you like like you're the king of the world. That's why that's why I wanted LeBron to come here. I want Durant to come here because you know it gets to be a little sad that nobody that nobody wants to come here. And maybe no. maybe, maybe with the, if if Kyrie comes here and Jimmy Butler, I I respect it. It's not KD. It's not LeBron. I'll take Kyrie any day of the week. But I think it's going to take one or two guys to come in to other guys and be like, hmm, okay, I see what's going on in New York. I'm, I might I might, I might, might mess with it. But on Durant's note, I think I think he'll stay with the Warriors. I don't think they'll make a big fuss about him leaving OKC to go to Golden State. Then he said, all right, thank you thank you for the, 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 the three-ring donation. I'm out. He, he won't do that. Even with no, LeBron, he, even with LeBron in LA, LeBron's th- thirty-three years old. He got about two, three, four years left at the at a somewhat high level. Durant got at least eight, seven. You know, so I think LeBron, uh, LeBron, I think I think Durant stays with the Warriors. Um, before I wrap it up, were you surprised that Kevin Love resigned with the Cavs for four years, hundred twenty million? Well, sure, they they offered the most money. <laughs> Where else is he gonna go? They offer the they offer the most money. It makes makes perfect sense to me. Sure. Why? Where Where else am I gonna go? That's gonna go for me a hundred twenty million dollar contract for for what? No, we're not doing that. Same, but now now he's the main guy in uh, in um in Cleveland, right? The main guy. He's the main guy, and uh, I mean now now we get to see who he really is. I mean, we saw who he was before as a sidekick, and we saw who he was in Minnesota. But I don't think he's the same player in Minnesota that he is now. So we gonna we're gonna see. Denicio, always a pleasure, man. Uh, follow him on Twitter at Denicio Shoots. You can follow me on Twitter at Randy J Cruz, R A N D Y, the letter J, C R U Z. You can find the podcast on both SoundCloud and iTunes. SoundCloud.com slash Cruise Control Podcast. Give us a download, rate, comment, subscribe to us on iTunes. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram. Denicio, always a pleasure, man, and I appreciate it. Yeah, good looking. Well, you sound very happy right there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right, man, take it easy. Thanks for having me, bro. I'll call you tomorrow. All right. Later. Later.